Yo, what up? It's B Graf. Welcome to the LFG podcast. I'm joined by Rafa and I'm joined by Dustin. Let's fucking go. You know the fucking deal. Yeah. That's it, baby. Fucking professional. Second pod hat. God damn it. Second podcast <laughs> coming live and direct. <laughs> Boom, Hold on. When you fucking, hey, when I start to stutter, you know it's fucking game time, baby. Straight yeah, up. Yeah. We're about to hit 20 <laughs> takes right now. Yo, what's fucking cracking? We're, we're doing back-to-back episodes. The homie came to join us, and I thought it would be a good idea to have him on. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I Definitely. mean, I, I want to have guests on as, as much as possible, but... You know, we have a longtime friend that's been down from day one. Uh, and, you know, we, we decided we're just going to probably just talk shop and then talk some recovery, right? Straight the fuck up. Yeah, I remember fucking, like, for you guys, like, for me, like. Introduce him. Introduce. Who, we, who do we got with us? All right. So, like, for me to be sitting down here with this guy right now is a fucking miracle. Because, like, eight years ago. When I first, like, seven years ago, when I first met this dude, like, he was, like, on the borderline. Of like, no, you weren't. You were actually doing fucking good. You were in the program longer than I was, right? Well, hold on. You came the day after me. Yeah. Yes. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Stefan. Wild one six 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 LFG that, on the motherfucking gram. Definitely right. follow him on IG, bro. Like he's a solid motherfucker, dude. Up and comer, like, dude. Like you were like, so you were like in there a couple days before me, and what's up, like? Like you were in there a couple of days before me, and no, I think I, that, mean, I think that's an intro for you. Yeah, that's <laughs> when you start <laughs> saying and tell shit. Us the story. Oh, I mean, and then well, and then I just fucking you know, and then yeah, well, wait, hold on. Bike. Let's let's, tri- let's take it back for a notch. So yeah, yeah. So when you were in the house from around the way, yeah, yeah. Stefan was there the first time, right? The, well, the, your only time. Yeah, he was there. Yeah, he was there. Before I was there, oh, like See, he was. I don't okay. remember. He was already. He was already mobbing. Blur. Yeah. <laughs> got it. Yeah, he was already on the floor, and then like he got, he got kicked out, right? Yeah, for smacking S- somebody with a sponge. <laughs> in the kitchen. He's in the kitchen. Hey, he smacked the Jamaican dude in the face with a sponge, and all I heard was, "What in the blood clot, man? The fire! I'm going to kill you!" It was fucking like he just slapped Cleo the psychic in the mouth. Dog. Yeah. It, was, it was classic, bro. <laughs> And it's my understanding that this wasn't even like it wasn't even a, like a malicious sponge throwing. It was just like, haha. I mean, you know, don't get in the way of me and my coffee. You know, oh, it was malicious. Yeah. This was malicious, especially yeah. in rehab. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When all I got is coffee and nicotine. Yeah, yeah pretty oh, much. Oh, a lot of it too. Oh my god. There's nothing more degrading than being bitch slapped with a cold, wet sponge. Oh yeah, for sure. No, yeah, you got. Blown. Okay, so whoever told me this story fucking definitely lied to me. Yeah, no, I was under the impression you were like, oh, ha, ha, and then, like, threw the sponge at him. No, you fucking no, he smacked dude. open hand palmed this full. Straight willy wop. Willy wopped him with the fucking, <laughs> with an ice cold sponge out of a, out of a rehab kitchen. Yeah, yeah. for real. Yeet. That Sanitary, shit happened. Sanitation is finest. <laughs> Straight shit. up, dog. All right, well, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us where you're from. Uh, <clears throat> Originally, I was born in Utah, of all fucking places. You know what I mean? But I never lived there. Um, right. I mainly grew up in California, all up and down the California coast and the coast uh, of Mexico. Um, my dad was in the military, and when he left the military, he bought a uh, 43-foot steel sailboat. You're a fucking pirate, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? A fucking mm-hmm. pirate, he it says. A fucking, it was Jack. <laughs> he moved us on board when I was eight. 
And from there, literally, we sailed pretty much everywhere up and down the California coast. It was not a fucking luxury vessel. I mean, he was a gung-ho, hoorah, fucking army green beret. Right. Um, so we got what we needed, and that was about it. Uh, I, I didn't really appreciate it at the time. You know, I was a kid, um, and I just wanted to fucking hang out with my friends and go do shit and... You're going to lock me in this fucking small steel sailboat and travel all over the goddamn country, you know, or all over the coast. And there was, it was a lot of fun times, but I got in a lot of trouble, you know, uh, mainly because I was bored. Um, yeah, you were a teenager, if I'm not mistaken, right? When, when, well, obviously. I started running away when I was 13. Um, you were like, you were already six foot seven, right? No, so I'm six foot seven now. This fool was already a fucking Viking, bro. And he was 13. Hello there. But until I was 16, I was actually pretty short. It was like right. the turning point, 15 to 16, and then I started growing like an inch a month. That shit fucking hurt. I didn't know growing pains are an actual physical thing. It is. Right, right. I mean, um, but yeah, I started running away when I was 13. Didn't matter where the boat was. Um, I would get off the boat. Right. Uh, and then make my way back to San Diego because I wanted to kick it with the homies. And like, and like you, base. and you, you visited a lot of different countries too, right? Yeah. That's so my mom is from Germany. Um, so pull that mic in, Bob. My mom is from Germany. Germany, uh, the motherland, the Moita, Muta land. Yes, yes. I used to go there uh, every summer um, and cause havoc. Um, <laughs> I started going there when I was eight, unsupervised. My dad would just. Drop me off at the airport. You know what I mean? Okay, like, you're going to fucking change planes in London, and then you're going to fucking, you know, be in Munich, and your mom will be there. And I'll, all right, cool. You know what I mean? So from an early age, like, I developed that, like, like I don't know, sense of being okay with myself wherever the fuck I was. Right. Um, but even so, like, I, I felt out of place. Like, I wherever I went, I had to find a group of people to fucking associate with. Um, you know, and... Yeah, I mean, Germany was... It, you know, I went there every summer. It was cool. Um, I traveled all over Europe. It, it kind of opened up as I got older. Um, like I said, I started running away when I was 13. I ran away when I was in Germany once. We were on a, a, a ferry trip to Corsica, which is like an island in the Mediterranean. <laughs> and I got in a... I'm like, yo, bro. Like, no, I read about that shit in the Odyssey. <laughs> the Iliad. I got in a fight with my stepdad because he said something and I told him to go fuck himself and I fucking bailed uh, for two right. days by myself when I was, I think, nine uh, in Corsica until my mom found me in a toy shop like two days later in a full-blown panic. Wow. Fuck. Um, oh. What languages can you speak? German and English. Oh, okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Bavarian. Nine. And be a bitter. That's all you get wow. out of B-Graph. B-Graph, you're fucking on it. So. Yeah, man. What's that? That means like, blow me one, you dirty pig. <laughs> Say it one more time. Blas du dreg sau. Ooh. Fuck, that's all you sexy. need to know. I mean. I, I've been on the Pornhub. I've seen how them no. Germans get down, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Raw, homie. Straight Jeez. fuck up. So, we're, you're nine years old in Corsica running away from home. When was the, uh, I mean, obviously we know you through recovery. When was the first time you touched drugs? I think like 15, I smoked weed, you know what I mean? Uh, in Oceanside, of all places. Hey, sunny you place for mean? shady people. <laughs> and, uh, know the <laughs> fucking deal. These girls at the skate park were like, yo, do you smoke? And I was like, of course I smoke. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Hand me this thing. Let me show you how it's done. <laughs> how do you hold it? You know what I mean? <laughs> Why is there a hole on the side of this thing? No. <laughs> what the fuck is this? 
Um, yeah, so, you know, 15, I started smoking weed, and then uh, that was my escape, you know what I mean? Even from the boat, from everything. Um, you know, and I I started using pretty heavily from that point, but it was always a social right. thing, you know what I mean? It was right. a party fucking thing. I was all about having fucking fun, and that was why I had FOMO as a child, you know what I mean? Um, like I said, we would travel all over the place. My dad would fucking put me in that fucking sailboat, and we'd be in fucking Northern California, or we'd be <laughs> on the mainland of Mexico, Right, you know, and uh, I would go on fucking MySpace, and I would see all my friends fucking having house parties, and I was like, "That's where I need to be." Fuck being on a, a sailboat in the middle of the Sea of Cortez. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I got to get back to that fucking shitty backyard in fucking <laughs> Bay Park. I need to get some four loco in me. Yeah, in wow. um, <laughs> the shitty backyard of Bay Park. You know I mean? God, I I cannot imagine growing up in San Diego. Like I know what it was like for me in Virginia Beach, but fuck, I understand why. When I look at people that are from San Diego and they're in the rooms, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Fuck God, there's so much. I, I can't imagine being a child here. I mean, come on, Tijuana's next door. Bethany tells me stories as, uh, like, a teenager, they would hop the border because she's from uh-huh. Chula, and they would go down there and, and, like, hop in cabs, and you can drink at 18 there. Oh, yeah. She's like, I got so many blackout oh, stories. I had, a, I had a fake ID that was an African-American, and they still allowed me to come inside the bar. <laughs> <laughs> so that yeah, just goes close to enough. show you. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> They're like, is your money green? Yeah, Money's had, green. Good to go. We've had to yeah. pay them off a few times, and I actually, I was locked up there for seven days in the Otay Mesa fucking jail, and it was the worst experience of my entire life. That's, that's another podcast story. <laughs> so, oh, so here you are. You're you're a teenager. Fucking dad. You're on the wild with wildflower, right? Yeah. The name of the boat. He's got it tattooed on him for those that don't know. Like, yeah. And moving on, Stefan's got a fucking wild fucking story. So try and just fucking pay attention. So yeah. where, where, where would you say hard narcotics came in? Hard narcotics came in. Um, I wouldn't even say hard narcotics. I'd say hard psychedelics came in when I was like 16. A um, lot of LSD, a lot of mushrooms. Um, oh, yeah. The mic. <laughs> had to get the mic up in his fucking face God, dude um yeah it was, it was mainly like hard uh psychedelics you know what i mean and party drugs and you know yeah. i started selling ecstasy like i like i said I'm, i started running away when i was 13 right yeah at 16 um the final straw was my dad one of the times cps dragged me back locked me in my room for mm. 168 days dead bolted from the outside on a steel sailboat so i couldn't get out um I utilized my little brother to unlock the door one day when we got in a fucking huge fight. And I know it was 168 days because I fucking hash mark it on the ceiling in Sharpie. Um, oh, man. It's like over six months. You it know is. And 180 uh, days is six months. We were somewhere up the coast, and I, when I got out that time, I was fucking gone. You know what I mean? Um, I Yeah, there was a juvenile hall fucking <coughs> trip in there somewhere, but they stopped trying to drag me back. They were like, all right, if you want to fucking go, you can go. You know what I mean? Um, so I, at 16 years old, like fuck around, find out house parties aren't every day of the week. Um, <laughs> wow. And for you real? know, lame. Yeah. Fucking, fucking lame, stupid. Uh, and I had to find a way to feed myself and support myself. So I started selling weed and ecstasy and all the other shit that we do. You know what I mean? And that was my intro into the lifestyle. Um, mm. I was never that great of a drug dealer cause I, I do them all. You <laughs> know what I mean? It's like, um, I owe you and <laughs> you, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, my downfall was, you know, heroin. Mm. That was the fucking, uh, I, I lived a, a, 
a certain lifestyle that, you know, caused a lot of stress and I made good money and I, I was, you know, in my twenties and I was in my mind doing big things and, uh, it was fucking stressful. You know what I mean? And I found that and I was like, wow, this is fucking sick. I don't give a fuck about anyone or anything. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And uh, when it all blew up in my face, I went back to that and that kind of started a long, slow spiral. Um, That's actually how I met Rafa. Yeah. You know, I was in that recovery house, uh, in that rehab. Um, Round away. Yeah. Round away. Dude. (laughs) So let's go. Now we're in the rehab, right? Right. Stefan, this has this thing where he'd come up from behind and like, I, I was still trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. You know what I'm saying? Like I was so emotionally detached from everything and all this and that. And Stefan comes up, he slaps me in the back. Hey, how's it going? I was like, all right, cool. You know, that's, this is just him, you know? And then I need, I have to do my laundry. Mm. <laughs> so I fucking put my clothes in the laundry and I go to the room. I'm doing, you know, I used to journal a lot. <coughs> Can you stop coughing? Next thing you know, please? next Fuck thing you, you know, you brought cat allergens in this fucking house. Fucking COVID. Next I don't have COVID. Guaranteed, he has COVID for the nineteenth fucking time right now. I don't have COVID. I'm sorry. Fuck. Back to the laundry room. So next thing you know, Stefan grabbed my clothes out of the washer. Well, let's let's just you left them in there. He, oh, he grabbed, well, bro. There were so that, this is a pull up. That's there, a fucking pull up. Thank you. So, <laughs> so, they, so he grabbed. Hey, so he grabbed them out, soaking wet, and threw threw them inside of oh. threw them inside <laughs> threw them inside of the dryer, and just never turned the dryer on. Yeah, I already moved them into the dryer. I'm not going to turn them on for you. I'm not your mom. What? Oh. The, what? The That's fuck? aggressive. That was a pull up. What the fuck, dude? Hey, I was fucking he livid. Did. Yeah. I was livid. Yeah, I was livid. And like, Rafa, I remember it wasn't always so nice. And then, (laughs) no, I really wasn't. So, like, and then, you know, we got into altercation, whatever, but they pulled us inside of the, 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 um, the office. And I remember one of the counselors telling me, um, you need to stop controlling shit because you don't have any control over shit. You know what I'm saying? And that's one of the first times that I realized, like, yeah, dude, I don't have control over nothing. I don't have control over this six foot seven motherfucker and what he decides to do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Completely and powerless. Like, yeah, that was my first introduction to Hello. fucking like, bro, you're fucking powerless right now. Bang bong. <laughs> Fuck your life. And, yeah. and you know, you know what the counselor looks over to Stefan and says? <laughs> he looks over to Stefan and says, and you just need to stop fucking with people. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a fact. That, bro, if I know anything about this guy, yeah. he loves to fuck with people. Like, yeah, yeah. we'll be out. I went and took photos from him because he came in, uh, him, right. fucking his road dog, Damien, which he will be on the podcast eventually. That is his fucking ace deuce, day one, fucking cool, ride cool or die. Spot. Solid His solid ass woman Keisha came out. Just I, I hit him up. They showed up. We were taking fun. photos. I'm s- sitting there taking photos of him by his bike. A man walks by. It says, "Have you ever posed nude with a bu- with a motorcycle, sir?" And the guy says, "Not yet." And uh, this man definitely liked men as well yeah. and was fucking interested. <laughs> but like just random shit. Like he just there's no filter. No filter. And just wants yeah. to it just wants to see people's reactions. Yeah. And some people are not sure. ready. They're yeah, not fucking they're not. ready. But like Stefanzo has been solid, dude. Like For sure. It, like after that like we kind of like kept distance from each other, but I always saw his growth. You know what I'm saying? Like the dude grew and then he got kicked out. And then like he came back <laughs> in, came back in scary. 
Like, it was fucking sad. <laughs> All right, so let's hear about this. So you get launched the first time. Is this sponge time? Yeah, sponge time, number one, uh, when I got kicked out. Um, yeah. That night, I think less than fucking four hours later, I OD'd in a hotel room with Damien. You know what I mean? Oh, fuck. Last thing I remember was... uh. Like laughing and falling asleep, and then bam, I'm fucking butt naked on a stretcher, rolling down the hallway, freezing fucking cold because Damien poured ice water on me to try to wake me up. You know what I mean? Mm. Fuck. A couple shots of Narcan later, and I'm fucking in the hospital. Damien broke me out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Super solid. How did he break you out? He came and picked me up. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know I mean? <clears throat> there is, I've heard, I've fucking tens of 20s of stories where he does something fucked up, and Damien comes and saves him. And, like, we're talking about in times in which we all remember because we, we fucking grew up without the internet. Right, but, like, right. without fucking a cell phone that tells you where to go, right. without a fucking cell phone, period, calling from a landline, like, right. don't trip, I'm going to, what is it, I'm going to get the map quest? Yeah. yeah. I'd wake up somewhere, you know what I mean? I'd be like, yo, I don't know where the fuck I'm at. He'd be like, walk outside, find an address, I'm going to map quest it, you know right. what I mean? I'll call you back and I'll let you know when I'm going to be there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then i proceed to empty the house and fucking stand on the street corner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And, like, and like Damien's, like, such a quiet, like, kickback kid. Like, he's only, like, what, like, five foot four? I don't know. Five foot come three. on, man. Like, you're somebody to talk, bro. <laughs> nah, give that man his credit. He's five six. <laughs> Fuck out of here. My bad. I was off by two inches. But my man is short as hell. Like, could you imagine faking up Stefan? Yeah. He is. Like, you'd literally have to stack two of Damien to get one Stefan. Yeah, I mean. But, like. The heart of fucking gold. I fucking love that, dude. Has to be, dude, to pick up fucking all seven, eight <laughs> yeah, foot nine. Yeah, this fucking degenerate. This guy. <laughs> Bro, and then, like, the, some of my favorite stories are where, like, they would loot houses, but, like, a specific part of the house, the fridge. <laughs> yeah, right. we grew up fucking poor, and like yeah, I said, hungry. I moved out fucking living right. with Damien. Half the time I was sleeping in his car, fucking right. starving. You know what I mean? Right. And I remember the first time I opened up the fucking fridge and saw a TV dinner, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> you just put this in the microwave and go? Wow, and there's food? Good. Yeah, come on. Hot Pockets? Pff, game changer. Yeah. Your Hot Pockets were getting jacked. Yeah. So, so you're you're in the hospital. You're getting fucking broke out. How yeah. old are you at this point? Uh, 18. The first time I had a crash? No, I, I don't know. It's all a blur. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, yeah. That I also should mention, he doesn't even know how fucking old he is. Yeah, I thought I was fucking 31 for all of this <laughs> wait, year. what? He thought he was 31 all year, and he's only 30. <laughs> no, wait. I think I'm 32. Wait a minute. So what year I'm were you born? 1989. October. <laughs> you're, 30, you're 32. <laughs> See? I got it. Wait. Yeah, yeah. You are you just turned 32. Yeah, so this had to be like you were 25. Then 25, 24. Makes sense. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take your word for it. Like, what the yeah, fuck? Right. Yeah, we're just going to trust you. <laughs> All right. So you're you're running amok with fucking Damien. What's the hustle? What's the what's the shtick? Uh, at the time, we really didn't have a hustle. Uh, Damien, you know, it was doing pretty good, and he was supplying everything. Um, <sighs> Road dog. You know what I mean? It was his, it was his turn to fucking hold us down. Um, it was time number two, you know what I mean, that... I tried to do the, the getting clean thing, and there was a part of me that wanted it, and there was a part of me that definitely hadn't suffered enough. You know what mm. I mean? Up until that point, it was because I wanted to stop, not because right. I needed to stop. Right. Um, so after the second time I got kicked out, you know what I mean, that we went down another fucking five, six years, you know? Right. And, uh, like, a lot of people ask me, like, okay, like, you know, what was your bottom bottom, or, like, why did you stop? And, yeah, like, I had a bottom. Like, I was fucking homeless. You know what I mean? I, I was... 
And for two years, I was digging through a fucking dumpster to find this lady's used diabetic needles so I could fucking use them to shoot heroin. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, straight fucking gutter junkie. Um, but, you know, like one of the pivotal moments, you know, one of the things I wanted to talk about on this podcast was like, you know, a lot of people ask me, like, at what point did you, like, realize that drugs were, like, starting to really affect your life? You know what I mean? And, like, maybe you maybe you should change. You know what I mean? And I remember uh, there was one instance, you know, um, a couple years after after getting out the second time, mm-hmm. uh, allegedly um, I was using a printer to make money. Um, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. He could have been. He could have not. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, fuck your life. Yeah, fuck your life. You don't know. <laughs> Yo, shout out Nems. I'm sorry to interrupt. This. Before you dive into this, shout out Nems from Coney Island in Brooklyn. He's going viral now, but he's been doing this shit. Fucking bing bong. Shout out to you, homie. Yeah. Yeah, all right, so brace yourself, because I get fucking super worked up in this story, because it was a, <coughs> a hell of an experience, you know what I mean? Just so, say this, buckle up. You know what I mean? Buckle the fuck up. Yeah. All right, so, I'm dating this girl at the time, right? Uh, she is working at a sex shop in San Diego, and uh, she has a, a great idea to put some of my fucking printer uh, gold <laughs> sure, into the safe, you know what I mean? I tell her that's a horrible idea, you're going to get fired. We're gonna do that. I might as well rob the place first. Exactly. I mean, logically. I mean, duh, duh. You know what I mean? So, uh, I mean, what what could go wrong? No, nothing. Right? You <clears> know, <throat> from from. Please, <laughs> wait. Hey, some of the best thinking in in your entire life comes from a fucking needle. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, she gives me the alarm code and the fucking combination to the safe, and uh, I don't have any heroin, and that's not a good thing for me. So I just do a fucking fat shot of speed, and. Uh, Go in there geeking balls, and I'm so fucked up that I can't figure out how to operate the safe. I mean, mm. <laughs> sweating bullets. The FBI is on their way. Like, I already yeah. know. You know what I mean? I can hear the helicopters outside. Fucking right. news crews are pulling up. <laughs> so I'm like, fuck, dude. I got to get the fuck out of here, but I can't leave empty-handed. So I have this big-ass duffel bag that I was going to shove all the you know the money into, and uh, I just stole all the high-end dildos. You know what I mean? Perfect. <laughs> Blown glass octopus tentacles that you could put in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean there was a fleshlight it was like rotating pulsating vibrating fucking beads in it 350 bucks you know what I mean nice. double bag. shoot it into the bag <laughs> so I walked out of this place Eat with three of those like five six grand of fucking high end dildos you know nice and uh, I get back to the house and she is pissed the fuck off I'm like dude I came up you know what I mean Straight she's like where's up. all the money I'm like I got the dildos <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> I could sell these on fucking Craigslist yep and uh <laughs> <laughs> that was the plan too. So we get in a huge fight and she kicks me out. You know what I mean? I'm like, fuck you, you know, fucking I'm out of here. Fuck this place. So I pack up all my shit. Um and uh I realize I don't have any heroin, you know, so I tell her fucking hey, I'm taking my fucking dildos with me. But first right. I need you to give me a ride to the next house. <laughs> right. So she takes me down to Mission Valley to go cop. Little did I know that she's been on the phone with this dude trying to set me up because uh they wanted my counterfeiting shit that I allegedly had. And uh when I get there, the dude hooks me up, you know what I mean? I go into the bathroom at Denny's, and I fucking go to do a, you know, whatever. And uh, instead of speed, it's bath salts. Yes. You nice. know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> this is right in the middle of uh, everybody eating their face off in Florida. like Party fucking, time. You know, the good shit. And mm. uh, as soon as I did that, I could hear the manager around the corner, through the fucking walls, on the phone with the police. Right. So I'm like, I got to get the fuck out of here. So I grab my big-ass bag of dildos. <laughs> nice. <laughs> And I make my way over to the Wendy's, 
you know, right across the street there in Mission Valley. And as soon as I get into that motherfucker, I can see the dude behind the counter. And I already know he knows who I am. Exactly. He knows me and my girlfriend Bass are fighting. are starting to kick in, baby. You know what I mean? <laughs> and he's calling his homeboys. Right. And he works at Wendy's. He has to be fucking dangerous. So I got to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> he has to be dangerous. Bro, you know how many fucked up shit happened at Wendy's? A lot of fucked up shit. Oh, for sure. Every shooting I've known in the Bronx has yeah. happened at Wendy's. <laughs> so I grab my big bag of dildos and I'm out of there. You know I mean? <laughs> Mind you, this isn't a small bag. This is an army rucksack. Oh, my. You know, bursting to the seams. Top, with top, you're, top a, shelf, baby. you're a sexual Huckleberry Finn. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I make my way across uh, across Mission Valley over to that part where it floods right next to the Fashion Valley Mall. There's that little riverbed right there. Yeah. And I am legitimately starting to lose my fucking mind, right? I can see people fucking following me. The cars are all the same. Mm. Um, I can't let go of the dildos. You know what I mean? It's just the one thing <laughs> I was hanging on to, and I was like, fuck, dude, pride would not let me let him go. So I fucking crawled into the riverbed. Right. And one by one, in different locations, on my hands and knees... I Easter egg hid and stashed all these fucking dildos one by one, fucking putting leaves on top of them. Jesus. I'm in there for like an hour and a half. River know? bottom gangster, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I pop out the other side and I'm covered in dirt and twigs. And, you know, at this point, I realize that something's not right and I just need to calm the fuck down. I'm like, yo, just you're good. You're good. You're good. You know what I mean? Just make it up to Friars Road, hang a left, you know, go somewhere familiar, Bay Park, you know, over to Damien's old house. Everything will be fine. Right. So I got this mantra of like, no one knows you're fine. No one knows you're fine. I'm cutting through the food court. You know what I mean? And I remember the exact moment that my mind broke. Right. You know, there's this little girl at the food court with her mom. And I'm walking through pouring puddles of sweat. She tapped her mom on the shoulder and she's like, mommy, mommy, why is that man sweating so much? Mm. Oof, and boom. Give away. Everyone knows. Yeah, right? you're out. They know. Oh, so God. I just started fucking sprinting through the mall. And I got to the other side and I got to the embankment over by Friars and I was like kind of hiding under the bridge. And I, there goes that white car that I've seen 15 times before. You know, they're coming to do the citizen's arrest. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I have left in my possession is a lockbox full of all my counterfeiting shit. And uh, allegedly, allegedly, you know, and I realized Good that move. the only uh, the only rational, logical thing to do is to run across the freeway. Absolutely. You know I mean, so I fucking now the bath salts are talking. Yeah. <laughs> you know <what> I mean, <laughs> so, uh. I time it, you know what I mean? I got this lockbox tucked under my shoulder like a football. I am at a dead sprint across the 163 North. Nice. That's 163 South on that side. 163 South, right? I make it across. There's that barrier in the middle of the fucking freeway. I'm running full speed. I got to clear this thing. I put my hand on the edge, and I clip my foot, and I face plant in the fast lane. Lockbox breaks open. Money spills everywhere. I have a couple seconds to, like, gather my thoughts. I'm like, okay, I'm good. I just need to scoop all this back in the lockbox, and boom, a car goes by. Money's everywhere. I panic. I'm like, I got to get the fuck out of here. So I'm at a dead sprint across the 163 North. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I hit the retaining wall on the other side, you better believe I'm going to clear this fucking Absolutely. wall. <laughs> you can't fool me twice. No. So mm. I get everything I fucking got. And I realize that uh, it's like a 15 foot drop into the riverbed. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> so I fall into that fucking water and I'm thrashing around and I think I'm fucking drowning. And I ditch my leather jacket. And I'm in a full fledged panic. And I realize I'm in like two feet of water. You know, <laughs> so I make my way over to the bank and uh, at this point I can hear the helicopters. People are coming. So I submerge myself in the fucking riverbed water up to my nose. Two feet of water, by the way. Yeah, bro. This isn't just like water. Like if you're from San Diego, like San Diego river water is the transient 
fucking toilet bowl. <laughs> yeah. Water. Absolutely. Like, you know, it's just murky as fuck. I mean, like, murky Ozzie, is an understatement. Ozzie, bro, Ozzy was probably out there just like tripping balls watching Ozzie you probably, do this shit. Ozzy probably found the dildos. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, no shit. Him and his homies were like, we came up. Yeah, we got octopus go. dildos. <laughs> we're keeping the fucking fake pussy, though. Yeah, right. So mind, that's, that's me. Mind you, all this started at like 10 a.m. Uh, <laughs> so oh I, I submerged myself up to my nose like a fucking Navy SEAL. You know what I mean? And, Sick. Uh, I don't know how long I was in there, but uh, it's it's dark at this point, and the fog right. is kind of starting to lift. You know what right. I mean? And I'm wrinkly yeah. and freezing, and I'm like, "Holy shit! Like, what the fuck am I doing? And where the fuck am I? Why don't I have shoes? Where's my fucking leather jacket? Right. I got to get the fuck out of here." So, uh, I walk up and I hop the retaining wall and I end up over. I think it's the Double Tree in Mission Valley. Right. And uh, I'm like, I got to find somebody with a phone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No one's gonna let me use their phone. I look like a fucking crazy person. The right. only fucking logical thing to do at this point is take off all of my clothes down to my boxers so that I look like a jogger. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm going to oh, look like one of these... Jesus Christ. I'm going to look like one of these rich people from Mission Valley. Just Absolutely. stepped out of my condo. You know what I mean? <laughs> Running around in my, in my jogging shorts. In my Joe boxers. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, in murky-ass fucking so I, I riverbed see a, I see water. a car. Right, and it's parked in front of me, and they got some shit in front of the windows, and then right. I see a lighter flicker a couple times, and I'm like, this is my people. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was like a bat signal. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I ran over, and I knocked on the window, and there's a couple dudes in there, and they look at me, and they you know, give me the one up, and they fucking peel off. And I'm like, what the fuck? There's another car, and this one's shaking back and forth a little bit. You mm. know what I mean? So I'm like, okay, like, these people are like, they're Working nice. girl. You know what I mean? <laughs> these people yeah, are yeah. nice. They're, they're showing love. You know what I mean? They'll yeah. let me use a phone. So I walk up and I knock and they fucking peel off. I'm like, fuck this. I see a security guard outside the double tree. I walk up and I, I'll never forget the look on his face when I walked up. And the only thing that I could think to say at this point, because the jogger thing really wasn't like going over so well, <laughs> is I looked at him and I just fucking kind of like told a half truth. You know what I mean? I was like, hey, I woke up like this. I don't know what happened. I woke up in the riverbed and all my clothes were gone. <laughs> and uh, he took one step backward and shut and locked the door. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Goodbye, are, psycho. You know, people are fucked up. Come to find out years later that that's like the fruit loop of Mission Valley where uh, everybody goes to like randomly hook up with each other. Nice. Nice. You know what I mean? Um, so I get out of there, and then I, I walk. My last ditch effort is I walk up to the Jack in the Box, and it's about to close, so I know it's roughly midnight. Right. I walk in there, and I'm full. I, I'm done, dude. I'm crying. I'm bawling my eyes out. I walk up to the counter. And I'm like, "Can I? Can I use your phone? You know what <laughs> I mean?" And the dude's like, "Get the fuck out." Yeah. Damn. And I'm like, "Dude, I was like, you don't understand. I did a shot of basalt, and <laughs> I ran across the freeway, and I dropped all my money, and it went flying everywhere, and I was in the fucking riverbed." And he's like, get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, fuck. And I turn, okay. <laughs> I turn around and I'm walking to the door and I hear one of the dudes in the kitchen like say something about, about money. And right as I'm opening the door, the dude at the counter's like, wait a minute. You ran across the freeway? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, dude. I, I, I dropped all my money. And he's like, no way, fool. My homie in the back, he was coming up the freeway. He fucking saw you and all the fucking money. That shit's true. And I was like, Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, I got you, homie. Here's the phone. You know what I mean? Damn. 
blessed. Blessed. Is that a blessing? It's a blessing. So who'd you call? Shout out, shout out to all the homies. The that only work phone there. number that I could remember <laughs> was the girl. Yeah, hold on. Shout out to fucking Ice Pick and fucking Caesar over at the Wendy's dog. Like they held you down, homie, better uh, yeah. than a fucking battered wife. God damn. Yeah. So the only phone number I, I remembered was the girl. I mean, so I called her crying and said, I told her what happened, and she came and picked me up. And is this CMH? No, no. Okay. No. And we'll, uh, we'll name that name. And that uh, that continued that, and that was not my bottom. You know what I mean? That's just what left me without an income. And that's Fuck. how I ended up homeless. Mm. You know what I mean? Living on the streets, baby. Goddamn <laughs> river bottom gangsta. So then, so then what ended up happening? Because you didn't come back to crash. Ooh. Oh. No. You didn't come back to the house around the way. Whatever. I said it. Yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> All right. You know, so. It ain't even the same program now, from yeah, what I understand. It's, it's not. You know, my story, I think, like a lot of people's, is I, I never got caught for the big shit. Right. I got sloppy and I kept ending up in county jail right. um, over and over and over again. And I don't know, I'm a heroin addict. So that's the, the biggest fucking fear, right? Being dope sick in a holding cell mm. is a miserable fucking experience. It's freezing fucking cold in San Diego County. It takes three days to get processed and be put into a rack. Yeah. So for 72 hours, you're laying on a fucking freezing floor, puking your brains out, shitting your pants in a room full of dudes that want to fucking either beat you up or that are doing the same thing. Right. Yeah. It's not a fun place to be. Fuck no. And after doing that so many times, you know what I mean? I, I just, I was done, you know? And uh, one of the times my lawyer told me, you know, she's like, hey, you know, you didn't incriminate yourself. You're all good. Like, just, you know, plead out on this misdemeanor and, and do your time and you're out. You're, you know, you got no issues. I was like, no, like, I would rather plead um, and take a program and be on probation than do the rest of my time and get out because I know I'll just be back. Right. I mean, she's like, really? That's what you want to do? You want to opt for fucking probation that you've never complied with before? You know, and I I told her. Like, are you still getting high, nigga? (laughs) (laughs) You high right now? (laughs) And I ended up in an inpatient rehab, and I was there for four months. Um, The only reason why I didn't leave, honestly, is because it rained a lot, and it was in North County. Mm. (laughs) Um, Right. And I didn't want to fucking hoof it all the way back down here in the rain. Yeah. So I stayed, you know what I mean? Um, moved down to San Diego. Um, got into a sober living through a friend. Right. That sober living kind of ended up uh, becoming home. And mm-hmm. uh, after a couple months there, after meeting some people, that's kind of honestly how I got plugged in with Rafa again. I, I went to a meeting. Um, and I Holly saw, Street. I right. saw Rafa there. <coughs> Yeah. And it was like a blast from the past. Here he is with a fucking, yeah. with a sportster. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's got a motorcycle. He's fucking doing big things. And that was like, a, a, it made me realize like, this is what you've been doing the whole time. You know what I mean? Like you've been here. Right. Like you're still good. And my mind's taking me back to digging through the dumpsters for fucking needles and jumping into the riverbed with a bag of dildos. You know what I mean? It just, I realized <laughs> that like, it was possible, you know? You know what? I'm not. I, did, I, I swear, I'd never one time ran through a riverbed with dildos. Never happened. Really? You haven't no. lived. Yeah. You haven't lived. <laughs> you, haven't <laughs> lived. <laughs> you have not lived, baby. I'm, I'm, I'm cool. Yeah. That was the moment of clarity, though. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That was what made me want to yeah. stay, was I saw a familiar face that I knew from the past, mm-hmm. and he'd stayed the whole fucking time. Um, you know, and now, flash forward, I've got, you know, almost three years clean. If, if right. nothing happens between now and then, I'll have three years clean in January. That's nice. right. Nice. January what? January 18th. Mm-hmm. I'm the second, bro. I'm coming up for my multiple. Two years. That's nice. right. Fucking love you guys. Love it. You know, and then, uh, yeah, I, I 
you know, through Rafa, I kind of got plugged into the whole LFG scene. Um, riding motorcycles is something I always wanted to do. And one of the the things that I told myself when I got clean is, you know what? Like, fear is not going to let me, fear is not going to stop me from doing anything anymore. Right. Mm. I mean, I've put myself through enough fucking stupid shit that anything that I want to fucking do, mm-hmm. fear is not going to be the reason that I don't try it. Yeah. Um. So, you know, a close friend of ours, fucking Zach, um, he bought a bike and it was like, you know, made me want to fucking pull the trigger. And I was like, God damn it, I got to get a bike. So I saved up and I bought a little fucking Sportster, learned how to ride, had it for a month, traded it in for a, a new street bob. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I've been hooked ever since. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's pretty much that's the same story with us, too. It's it's cool to hear other other stories about a friend getting a bike and then it just bringing everybody together you know what i mean yeah. and now uh once again the motorcycle community with us is so huge and it's so cool to pull up to a meeting and just come in there mobbing yeah you know there's 10 bikes off yeah. yeah and like it that it, to that point like so zach got the sporty then he went and inked up on a street bob you you sold that street bob to our other buddy brandon Yep. Shout out Brandon. The, the Sportster. No, I sold yep. the Sporty to Brandon. He sold this, yeah, it was a twelve hundred custom. He sold that to Brandon, then got the street bob. Yeah. And then came to me and I sold him a low rider. I right. will actually, if we're gonna re- like Damien had a, gotten yeah. a Honda. He he oh my god, we gotta talk about that. Talk about yeah. bringing Damien back. Yeah, so Damien, you know, we'd lost touch at some point because uh apparently I'm an asshole. No, it's not apparently you're a fucking mess. dickhead when you're out yeah. there fucking doing it. Yeah, so uh I had to go and rescue him, you know, and that's his story. I'll let him tell it. But basically, like, I got him back into uh, the scene and recovery, something that he was never willing to try. Mm-hmm. And the first fucking thing I told him, I was like, I was like, yo, you got to try these things called motorcycles, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> It'll change your fucking life. Right. You know what I mean, right. So we got him on a little crotch rocket to start off with. He paid that fucking thing off in like four months. I think it was like two, two weeks before he was like, yeah, I need a bigger bike. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, yeah. I taught him how to ride in the Walmart parking lot. And I think... Right. Later that day, I was like, all right, you're good for the freeway. You know what I mean? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I think I just told him to follow me, and I turned onto the freeway without telling him. <laughs> that, you know? That's a okie doke him every uh, time. He's yeah. a natural, you know what I mean? And then he uh, he hit me up, and he's like, yo, I need a bigger bike. I'm ready to pull the trigger. And he's like, I've been looking at this lowrider S fucking thing. And I'm like, yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. So I fucking, you know, naturally, I had to get one, too. Yeah, he Damien bought his, and I think it was like a week later. You oh, no. were fucking coming through the oh, store. I made sure I got mine first. <laughs> did you get yours first? By days. By days. By yeah, days. Yeah. You did. You fuck. Mm-hmm. You just showed up out of the blue, and then you're like, "Yeah, my chick's gonna show up. Fucking get a photo of me on my fucking sick new rod. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm a sick new Harley." <laughs> and then yeah. Brendan sold me a bike that almost killed me. Oh my god. Yeah. Fuck. I forgot about that. He literally took delivery of the bike. Is riding up the fucking five south, and I'll let you fucking take over from here. Dude, rush hour traffic. Uh. Crazy fucking traffic, right? Cars everywhere. Brand new bike. Like, you know what I mean? I'm right. I'm testing it out. I hit the fucking gas, and all of a sudden, it just keeps going. Oh, shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, what oh the fuck? Oh, my God. Oh, my and, uh, shit. And, yeah, something with the, uh, it wasn't the, the throttle sensor and the throttle by wire. They couldn't figure it out when I took it back, but it just got stuck, pinned, you know, and went through <laughs> all the RPMs in fifth gear. And Holy I, shit. Bike had a lot of power. Yeah. Fuck yeah. a break-in period. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. That yeah, motherfucker yeah. was aiming at the back of a minivan. So <laughs> I just pulled the clutch and killed the bike. Smartest move. Yeah. Yeah. Good move. Went back to that fucking dealership, and I told them, you know what? Like, 
Y'all I don't want this. Y'all motherfuckers owe me a bike. And yeah, they're like, you oh, just try to kill me. Yeah, it's under warranty. We'll open it up for you. And I was like, dude, I, I've had the bike for five minutes. I bought a brand new bike. I want a brand new bike. I mean, and right, they're actually right. really cool about yeah. the whole thing. Uh, they, well, <laughs> they were total. There were some total cocksuckers there, and uh, even though they were cocksuckers, I, I pretty much went to him. I was like, my homeboy wants a new fucking bike, and I don't want to make a big deal out of this. And he got his. I, I wasn't even there for it, and he went and swapped them out. Right. So, technically, I've owned two lowrider assets. Shut the fuck up. I have the license plate, you know, in my room for that one. Oh, wow. A little trophy. Yeah. Mm. I also fucking roasted the fuck out of that street, Bob. Like, literally, when you took delivery, and then, like, once it was in the back, I was... I thought that tire had no tread left on it. Hey, I was that, notorious for that. That street bob ended up on the floor with an LFG decal on it. And Absolutely. it got sold to somebody. Yep. Yeah, yeah. LFG decal I remember on seeing it. that thing. Yeah, yeah. It also used to have a fucking pentagram on the rear fender that said, fuck you underneath of it. They took that off. Yeah, hey, that's who, the bike that made it to Tombstone, though, yeah, right? That's the yeah. Tombstone bike. Yeah. That trip is what made me realize I need a bigger bike. <laughs> right, yeah. When you when you do long, long trips, you're like, fuck, either a new yeah. seat. You got to start coming up with something creative. Yeah. That's all there is to it. And, it dude, the fucking 107 in the Street Bob is fucking just fine. And it doesn't, a lot of people prefer the Street Bob. You just have to do a lot more mods to it because it doesn't have the 200 rear tire. The and bigger it, do, rear it doesn't tire. have mags. And, and it doesn't. It's a little small. That's the, the number one fucking thing, no matter. And if you're 6'7", you know what yeah. I mean? Uh, yeah. You're doing yoga on the fucking freeway trying to get comfortable after hour five. I have some of the funniest pictures of you from Tombstone. <laughs> just fucking laid out on your fucking bars and fucking just... <laughs> 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 fucking yeah, it was, it, oh was, it was wild looking over and just seeing Stefan with a little cache on the back. Cache just like this. And this fool's just... <laughs> Just holding on yeah. to his fucking fairing and shit. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> it was so. It was. It was a it fun ride, dude. Off, right? it, yeah. Broke yeah. Off. it broke off. When we were going through uh, where the windmills are, yeah. when it was fucking raining, it cracked. And when we got to the first gas station, I just pulled it off. And oh, threw that's it away. right. You threw it away. Yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing a video of someone and being like, "Why don't you just keep it?" And he was like, "Where? <laughs> where am I gonna put it?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Fuck him. And dude, and before fucking Damien got her bike, you put your chick on a on a Harley. She uh, no the Bell Brawl. She Bell Brawl. She bought she bought a bike. I remember seeing them outside and shit like that. And if you know anything about me, man, I love seeing people get bikes, bro. I gotta be there, homie. And I remember being there, dude. That shit was fucking dope, dog. Yeah, you know, she has exceeded my understanding of what like a healthy relationship, you know, what I mean, can be and right. and is. Um, you know, and, and her getting her own bike, like, she's a fucking adventurous free spirit, you know what I mean? And uh, I know she grew up riding dirt bikes, and, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty competitive, you know what I mean? And, like, <laughs> <laughs> I see where in, this is going. Even in my relationship, you know what I mean? Like, I, Hold on. His mic just died. Yeah, his mic just died. Oh. Go ahead. Even oh, like, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> oh, Dustin's going to take a pee break. Yeah, I got to go sit down and skit. Oh. Uh, you got to scat? Oh, Lord. You got to scat in my house? Fuck him. So, anyways, you're competitive in your relationship. Yeah, you know what I mean? And uh, yeah. I told her, like, if you want to fucking ride a bike, then fucking ride a bike. You know what I mean? I was like, she's like, yeah, but I don't know what anybody else does. I was like, dude, fuck what everybody else thinks. Fuck what everybody else is doing. Right, if right. that's what you want to fucking do... Let's go in there and fucking sign the paper. 
You know what I mean? Fuck yeah. Uh, and shout out to Eric, our boy Eric from Long Island. That's my dog, man. That's my dog. He sold Keisha that bike. And he was big mad when you guys came back and bought for me. And I had just had to tell him, like, hey, dog, uh, these are my people. Yeah. And he was like, ah, fuck it. I don't even like this place, <laughs> which is true. I I'm I, I get really salty at my yeah. jobs really quickly because I'm in sales. And but Eric is because he was a fucking dude. This dude is a fucking fisherman. Like Long Island fishermen would go to Alaska and go fishing, and he just like season was over, and he ended up at Harley. He recently quit too, but that's what he's wheeling the fuck out of that DRZ. Yeah, ain't yeah. You know, his Instagram handles ain't no j- live turkey. No, no, ain't no jive turkey. It says live, homie. No, it doesn't. It says jive. What? Oh, my phone's you cracked. blind motherfucker. Ain't no jive turkey, Jack. Hey, whatever. Hey, shout out my boy Eric. Yeah, ain't no jive turkey. But yeah. you know what was cool about that whole fucking thing is that. She's a fucking natural. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. When we took her out to the parking lot, yeah. it was that day. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh, or when we went to go, we went back to pick it up, and we put her in the parking lot, and, you know, within, first, what, two minutes, she's shifting through her gears. Yeah, she did really good. She you did know? a lot better than I did within my first seven hours of owning this Forster. <laughs> True. <laughs> <Fuck>. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And since then, she's progressed as a writer because, right. you know, I'm competitive, and I was like, yo, I'm, like, you got two weeks where I'm doing 70 on the freeway. And Man, you're talking real tough now, but I saw a side of you that I was like, I was, I knew there was some recovery present because you were patient for your chick. And like, you would, right. you would wait at the back of rides, like for a long time to make sure that she was fucking comfortable. Like, yeah, yeah. you may have pushed her, but you were a fucking perfect teacher in that, in that regard. Like she got the time she needed. Yeah. I mean, shit, now she's, like, doing pack rides and shit. Oh, yeah. She's got more miles on that bike than I do on mine. Yeah, how many miles she got? I don't know. Uh, What fucking good are you? 5,000. 5,000 miles? Yeah. No way. It's been a year. She's got to have more than that. It's not been a year. How many oil changes have you done? Six months. Uh, She she got the bike. She got the bike. Hellball was in March of last year? No, this year. Of 2020? 21. 21, bro. It was in March? Yeah. She's done, had at least two oil changes, right? Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, this is the COVID talking. Brendan doesn't even know where the fuck he's at right now. Oh, my fucking God. Yeah, no, Bell Brawl was oh, this year. Was 22, 25, 20, 20, what time? I, Listen, I don't know. Bell Bell billions something. and billions of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she's fucking killing it. You know what I mean? She's yeah. got her own little setup, T-bars, fucking, you know. She's it's all ashes. blue. Yeah, it's all blue. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Keisha. Shout out to she's the blue. Like, She's one of my girls' fucking favorite people, along with Zach's chick, Rachel. They fucking, and Vanessa. Uh, let me not fucking exclude her, because they, I don't know. I'm just, I really like the the friend group we have fucking with our little fucking squad. It's fucking dope. Nice. <laughs> yeah, fuck y'all. <laughs> no, I mean, it's it's really cool to see. It's cool to see that, um, you know. We, we started as, like, a big group, and we've all kind of split ways, and we all have our friend group, you know what I mean? But we all come together at the same time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I also live in a fucking small two-bedroom apartment that in the fucking 80s was a hotel. So pit, fitting 10 people in here ain't an option. <laughs> Most definitely. Hey, but mm. that's the whole thing, you know what I mean? Like, we all have our own fucking lives. We're all doing our own shit. But uh, right. coming together and doing shit, like being at the events together, you know what I mean? Right. Meeting up. It's like... I don't know, it feels more like home there, you know what I mean? It's it's fucking crazy when you see everybody pull up, it's all the same faces. Like, we rolled deep. Fuck yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, there's something to be said, too, about a little small place. I mean, our first little spot in Evans was tiny, dude, and we just 
mob people in that motherfucker. Just trying yeah. to go yeah. off topic, but it just made me think about it. You know what you just said, dude. Yeah, yeah I remember having like uh, the Christmas party over there, and yeah. there was like fourteen people yeah. in a double wide. It was fucking <laughs> sick. It wasn't Brother. a double wide. It was a fucking double wide. <laughs> you know house, it. The house was built nineteen oh four. That ain't no house, homie. Well, it was a that house. was a manufactured nah mobile home. You're tripping, bro. Then why does it have siding under? Tell him he's tripping. Am I tripping? You're tripping, yeah, bro. Bro. As, as Caucasian it's as you called, are, it's sighting that you could buy at the Home Depot. At the Home Depot, yeah. Don't Depot. pitch me on fucking goods and services, sir. <laughs> yeah. You are as white as I am, and you have seen. <laughs> He's as many about to give you a SKU number right no, now. Yeah, that was definitely a house. <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna just suggest everybody go check out Evan Street. Let me know if you. It's got a big fucking red fence. Open the door, head in there. There's gonna be another fence. Go off to the left. Tell me if that's a trailer or not, guys. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, dude, I've been over there recently. Ain't even as cool as it once was. They've got fences separating all the yeah, because there's like four, it was. A, we called it the compound because there was like four fucking units in there. Like right. there was where y'all lived, and then there was like the spot in the back, and then the spot before the spot in the back. And at one point, we had that motherfucker locked down. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. There was like two spots in the far back, right? And then there was the two spots in the far back, but his family lived there. But the all the, right, the trailer on the opposing side. Had a studio in the back and then a two-bedroom in the front. Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah, whatever. That's crazy. Yeah, so anyways. Stefan. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. We just got sidetracked. Super, super off topic. Yeah. Um. So what are you doing these days? What has recovery gifted you with? Uh, I mean, I'm pretty fucking busy most of the time. Uh, I manage uh, a group of sober livings. Um, I've been doing that for about two years. That's kind of what keeps me grounded. Um, you know, I don't get paid to do it. It's mainly like being of service and it holds me accountable. You want to shout them out? Uh, Fairmont Park Recovery. You know what I mean? I know a lot of good dudes that have fucking come from those houses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out Michael Morrison. And Brent. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Mike and Brent. Yeah, I mean, shout out those guys, bro. Like that motherfucker doesn't even buy, doesn't even ride a Harley, but he buys Harley Harley fucking LFG gear. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those are, you know, those dudes basically gave me an opportunity, um, gave me Mm -hmm. some purpose and some trust. Right. I thought they were fucking retarded. (laughs) I was like, you guys, do you know who I am? (laughs) I mean, mean, after this podcast, is going to be like, oh, fuck. This motherfucker was hanging out with dildos. (laughs) (laughs) Had a sack of dildos like a fucking creepy Santa Claus. Shout out to the fucking homeless guy that's banging his butthole right now. (laughs) Yeah, straight up. Dude, there's probably, they probably mounted that fucking uh, fleshlight to a tree and it's just, it's got hard miles on it. Right. Hard, hard miles. miles, straight up. Yeah. You know, for years we talked about going back there and looking for them. Oh lord! <laughs> but my thought is that if it floods that bad down there, they might have washed away. But you never know. How fucking awesome is that though? That it could have fucking floated on out to fucking OB, and it, it just ended up on Dog Beach, and then somebody's <laughs> dog snatches up a dildo, runs up to their owner, this big floppy cock hanging out of their mouth, like, oh, I'm fucking here for every bit of that, every bit of that. High end. Thank you dog. for that little scenario I just played out for us. Wow. So, yeah, you know, I, I manage the group of sober livings. Um, I also work full time uh, in the day as a fire alarm technician. Mm. Somebody thought it was a good idea for me to certify buildings in the county to operate, including the police department. <laughs> I love this one. You know what I mean, so, uh, yeah, I basically test all the fire equipment inside of the police department, the libraries, the fire so, station. So they don't work anymore? Hmm? So they don't work. <laughs> Let the motherfucker burn. <laughs> Bro, he was in there. He told me this story. He was in there, and he's got a cab tattooed on him. And fucking, 
this like lieutenant looks at him, looks him up and down. He's covered in tattoos, and he's like, "Hmm, a cab, huh?" Somebody run a fucking background on this guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was that was at the first job, and then they rent my background, and they fucking said I was never allowed to be on the police property again. Oh wow! So he was dead ass serious. Oh, he was dead ass serious. Oh wow! Wow! Mm-hmm. What a piece of shit he was. Huh? Now they, check they him had, out. They had to uh, put me in the evidence room because there's, <laughs> there's sprinklers in the evidence room the, and the narcotics vault. You know what I mean? Hey, if you just like kind of turn those sprinklers off, I know a lot of homies locked up right now that'd be fucking very stoked on you. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I do that full time, you know, right. um, and then when I get home, I do the the, the sober living thing, um, and then I just ride my bike whenever the fuck I can. I just got it painted, you know what I mean? Shout out Rude Paint. Fuck, dude, it's it's fucking crazy how sick that bike is now. Yeah, beautiful bike. It's a showstopper, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Fucking the homie Zach, fucking Rude Paint, uh, Manny Ceseranos. Shout out to you guys. You fucking slayed it. It's going to be a fucking award winner. <laughs> Look out, Dinah Dick. We're coming for those fucking trophies, homie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know the deal. <laughs> well, that's what's nice about sitting down here and talking about, you know, a lot of the fucking war stories and stuff, but to come back around to what recovery is really about. You know what I mean? You share the mess, but then you share the recovery part of it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we didn't even share a lot of the mess, but like you fucking you fucking struck me in my heart when you when you told me you, when you saw Rafa and you're like, oh, fuck, this is real. Yeah, this is real. You know what I mean, just kept, I don't know, man. Like, I just kept going. You know, what I mean, like, and you probably had no idea. Well, about here, this. here was the Nine. shocking thing is Rafa was nice. Oh, yeah. You know I mean, I remember <laughs> Rafa as a very angry. Right. Small individual. Everybody's small to you, dick. Happy small individual. And I knew I was like, what the fuck? Like, if this dude can be this happy and at peace and chill and laid back all the time, like, there's something to fucking be said for all this, you know? Yeah. Um. So you know, it's a huge. It was a huge moment for me. Well, keep in mind too, when you met me the first time, like I was like, I was like fighting the case. Yep. You know, I didn't know if I was gonna go and do six years in prison. Or if I was going to fucking be, you know, out in the streets, you know. Luckily, they struck my strike and showed me love. But, you know, because it, it also has a lot to do with the work that we do in these rooms. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I was if I was out there in the streets still doing what I was doing and I showed up to court and shit like that, ain't no way in fucking hell they would fucking, like, let me go. You know what I'm saying? But, like, a lot of, a lot of the work that you do in these rooms, man, shows. And it definitely shows a lot with you, too, bro. Like, fucking... You were scary skinny, bro, the second time you came through. And, and you then like to begin with. And then like skiing, seeing you now, bro, like you're healthy. You're in a really healthy dude, Keisha's a fucking doll. Like she's, she's dude, she's she's she can't went up to San Bernardino with me. Like that's yeah. like Dan Damien. <laughs> yeah, Damien, like and you they got a fucking solid crew, bro. Yeah, bro. Like the people around you are real solid and that just speaks wonders to who you are now. I mean, that's my big ass. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I want to thank you for coming on, bro. It's been yeah, a true yeah. pleasure for you sharing your fucking soul with us. I really appreciate it. Real quick, though, real quick before we we end this, one of the reasonings why we're doing this, not not only about the brand, but talk about recovery too, is you know the fucking the you, you talk about this global pandemic, right? Right. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let's talk about it real quick because there's mm. been more deaths from fentanyl overdose. That's right. You know, I just what's the quote? 
Or what's the stat? It's the number one leading cause of death for adults in the United States. Mm. Wow. Over everything. Cars. Cancer. Cancer. Alcohol. Fentanyl. And they're putting it in fucking everything, dude. The dope man doesn't give a fuck about you, and he never did. And to, to kind of wrap up my end of it, you know what I mean, and like what LFG is for me, because I didn't start it. I didn't, you know, I wasn't there for the fucking group text and all the fucking ideas. For me, right, it was seeing people that I knew um, that had come from a similar background or that at least struggled, you know what I mean, and come together. It was a fucking a family. It was a place for me to fucking go and have fun in my fucking life because that was my biggest fear was that I was going to get clean and it was going to be fucking boring. Yeah, miserable, you know I mean? stagnant. Everybody else is talking about like, oh, let's let's go bowling. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean? yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, no. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so LFG, it, it was a place for me to fucking be around like-minded fucking people that motivated each other and pushed each other. You know what I mean? And uh, that camaraderie is hard to come by. And when you're for welcome sure. with, open ar- with open arms, you know what I mean? And... It, uh, that's really, you know, it gave me somewhere to go, you know what I mean? And it gave me somewhere to go that pushed my life in a positive, healthy direction. Right. Um, you know, that, that's what it means for me. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for honestly just fucking showing up for us, bro. Cause it's seeing shit like that and having you as a homie is one thing, but having you fucking support our company is like, fucking thank you. Without you, we don't have this. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. I've been saying it from day one. This is never going to be, a, you know, a, a Rafa and Graf thing. You know, it's a fucking we thing. This whole LFG yeah. thing is a we fucking thing. Man, everybody, bro. And, and, you know, like, anybody, whether you ride bikes or you don't ride bikes, man, like, if you, you know, support LFG, like, and you rock our shit, like. We rock with you. We rock with yeah. you. All you know day. For sure. So, anyways, before we leave, I just want to say if anybody's listening to this. And you got you're in this fucking trenches. You have a struggle. Anything, reach out. That's all you got to do. The phone's heavy as fuck. Reach the fuck out. Tell us what's going on, and we'll fucking be here. Yeah, you got man. a place. You know what I mean? Shit, yeah. slide in that DM, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? You yeah. got to fucking make that decision though. LFG yeah. nineteen oh four. You know the fucking deal. Boom.